Welcome to the Empowered Women Rise podcast with me, your host, Lucy Bennett. So this week is episode two of season two, and I'm really excited to be speaking to Daryl Sutherland, who is my own coach and mentor. And she is the most incredibly energetic woman. I'm so excited to have this conversation, to share her power, to share her energy with you. So Daryl is the queen of quantum leaps. She's a business and energetics mentor for women who are ready to unlock their consciousness, client flow, and world-class contribution. And this is exactly what I've been working with her on for myself. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest my own personal coach, Daryl Sutherland. Daryl, it's so good to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Lucy, I am honoured, delighted, excited to be here. I have been so looking forward to this conversation all week. Amazing, amazing. I think I first approached you about coming on the podcast back back in August. <laughs> but life gets in the way, business gets in the way of things, doesn't it? And I thought that you would be absolutely perfect to um, kick off my second season of this podcast, which is all about women and spirituality in their business. And this is something that has become really important to me and something that has become more important to me through my work with you. So I would love it if you could tell the listeners a little bit about your unique story so far. Thank you so, so much. And just thank you for giving me the opportunity to, first of all, like kick off this um, series. um, And second of all, just kind of, you know, share and hopefully add a lot of value um, and perspective shift. Um, and inspiration for uh, your listeners. So um, my unique story, I guess we all have a, you know, unique story. That's maybe an important thing to say, first of all. Um, You know, I considered myself growing up, um, I very, like, I, I considered myself poor. I considered myself nothing special. Um, I considered, you know, I would probably just have, you know, I'm doing air quotes, like an ordinary life, whatever that looked like, and was very much in the, like, if you'd asked me my goals or, you know, what I really wanted out of life, it was just the typical societal, like, just get married or, you know, like, find someone nice to share my life with, um, you know, have a good job, like, that that would be it, you know. Um, so I, my, my story kind of kicked off, I became a nurse, I kind of felt really proud of the fact that I had been the first person to go to university in my family. I became a nurse and I just absolutely loved it. I had no bigger, you know, big, great aspirations beyond that. I loved my patients. It was connected to my heart. I was living my purpose. I loved what I was doing so much. And actually one of the things that I noticed really quickly on is I loved the patients. I loved the technical aspects of what I was doing, looking after them. I loved the relatives. And I, I used to think, I'm like the only person because so many of my colleagues would be like, you know, we're trying to get on with the patients and these relatives would come in. For me, that was like one of the best parts of my job. I loved connecting with them, looking after them, supporting them. You know, uh, I worked as a respiratory nurse, so we did a lot of end of life care. Um, So, yeah, so that was that. And then it wasn't long before I kind of transitioned then into a leadership role. And I think one of the important things, because I'm going to link this into you know, I'll probably come back to this point, but one of the important things I want to say is my story and the reason that I am here, a huge part of that is because of people, 
that saw things in me that I could not see for myself. Amazing. I literally could not see for myself. And I just had what I feel now looking back, I think it's Steve Jobs that says the whole thing of, you know, we can't join up the dots looking forward. It's only backwards. And as I look back and I think about these important milestones, really which started in my career, um, there were just angels, right? Human angels that like came to me in these moments and really encouraged me to do things and to, I guess, be a person. It's more than just what I was doing, like applying for the job. It was like the person that I had to become to come out of a box, to come out of my belief system, to come out of this level of self-worth that I had and really kind of be a match for this, for whatever it was that they saw. It was almost like borrowed belief, you know? Yeah, and and so that kind of transitioned me into a, a leadership role in um, my nursing career, um, which is a really junior staff nurse. I, lo- I just love sharing this part of the story because it just kind of shows sometimes when we come online and, you know, we have this success, we think, well, why, like, why is something taken off quickly for them? Or why has, you know, we can question things. But my journey really started 10 years before I came online, like my personal development journey, even if I didn't know it then. Because when I was approached about coming into the leadership role in the world that I was working in, I was junior, right? I was really junior. And all of the people who were going for this job had been there a long time. And they were dominant. They were very outspoken about who, you know, who is this person thinking she can come for this job? Really judgmental. And I, it was terrifying for me. It was really absolutely terrifying for me. And anyway, so I applied for the job. I get the job. Blowing blowing my own mind, but I get the job. And that kind of, you know, sets me off on this trajectory of kind of, first of all, ward level leadership, which I loved because I was so passionate about all of these ideas for change and transformation. And then that got noticed. And I only ended up in, in, in that role for maybe like a year. And then I had a year out to have my daughter. And then I was asked to go into um, like a higher level role working across the organization rather than just for this particular hospital um, to help and support leaders with um, transformation science, which meant, you know, um, understanding the psychology of change, understanding culture. And the role was a lot about teaching and leading some of the, um, not just the leaders of the industry, but even the student nurses, I would go in and give lectures and things like that. Um, So it was absolutely incredible and I loved it. And I got to a place where I, you know, from the outset in that that space of time as well, I'd gotten married, we'd had our, our little girl Ivy and, career-wise everything was really going well and I came to this crossroads where my boss had left and I was being offered her job. Um, I had an invitation from a leadership program that I'd just gone through where they were offering me to come back as faculty which was just my absolute dream role and 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 then I came to a point of realization that I have all of this like outside stuff like all of this outside stuff I am so unhappy it makes me emotional to say it because I was so unhappy and you know what was like the thing with this unhappiness is I actually didn't feel I could talk to anyone about it I found it hard to admit to myself because it felt like what have you got to be unhappy about yeah you know like I came from a household Lucy a childhood where you know um like 
like my dad struggled with addiction and depression and you know all of these things and my mum just worked all the time and you know she just did everything to try and provide for us and I look at that life and I think how hard I just have such a different perspective on it all now looking back and I almost would think to myself what have you got to be unhappy about yeah you know absolutely I think we we accept our our lot we accept what we've been given and I I really believe that most of us don't really realize that we've had a tough childhood until slightly later in life because part of our coping mechanism is believing that it's all okay believing that it was all okay because otherwise we wouldn't even get through to 20 you know let alone 25 30 so I, I get that I understand that so deeply my body is like filled with goosebumps right now because it's exactly that. Like it's an absolute survival strategy. Yeah. Like just keep going, you know, just be grateful for what you've got. Um, you know, all of those there things. Are people and, worse off in the world. And, oh yes. Yeah. Of course there are. Of course there are. Yeah. And you're right. And we're just, you know, we, we are, we're taught those things. It's very much, and it's beyond even teaching. It's like, it's so deeply ingrained in us, you know, and so I found myself, it was kind of interesting because I was also approaching my 30th birthday um, and my family were kind of, you know, I have, you, you know, what I've, I have a quite like outgoing, vibrant personality, you know, and I could feel myself really going in on myself. And, you know, I remembered like my family sort of just more than once, just kind of, and a few of them being like, are you okay? Like, is everything all right? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, secretly, because honestly, I didn't fully know. And I remembered having this night where I'd come home from work. I was working these, so for a bit of context, when I was in this role, I was working these long hours. Um, I would, my friend used to pick up Ivy and uh, give her dinner. My husband was working offshore at the time. So like he basically was away three out of the four weeks. Um, I would pick up Ivy. I would get home. She would have her bath and everything get you know organized pop her into bed and I remember it was a Wednesday night and I remember she said mommy mommy you know will you do my story can you read my story and I was like yeah listen mommy we'll do your story tomorrow night darling I'll do your story tomorrow night I'm so tired but just cozy down cozy down say to her cozy down cozy down come on cozy down into bed and mommy will do your story tomorrow night and I put her down into her bed and I went and lay on my own bed and I burst into tears because like this voice came that was like who are you who actually are you that is a lie you are not going to read her a story tomorrow because tomorrow you're going to go to work and do it all over again and you're still going to be knackered why are you doing it so (laughs) so like it's not emotional but it's like when it's your story it's like you know like so emotional and it makes me it makes me emotional as well because I feel, I feel the pain that you were in during those times because you're living the life that like that society prescribed mm-hmm. to you and yeah. you're not happy. And, and it, we feel like we're betraying or we feel so much shame in the lack of happiness, like you say. And, and the, and the most important thing is that connection and that relationship with your child that in that moment you realize that you weren't able you weren't able to give her 100% because of work and yeah. because of societal commitments. And really the family is the most important thing for all of us, God. for all of us. Yeah, 
it's everything. And you know, I, you know, I look back now and I, I think of me laying on that bed, just so like upset with myself and questioning myself and who was I and, you know, was I even a good mom? And all of these like fundamental questions, which became, you know, amazing for me because it opened up my life in so many ways. But um, so I, when I look back on that woman, when I look back on myself and that version of myself that was there that night and kind of what I call was my cracking consciousness, like just enough pain to just kind of come through in that moment and then waken me up. Um, but what I, what I recognize and when I look back now, I think, you know, Lucy, nobody teaches us about consciousness. Nobody, te- no one was, you know, really sitting me down and saying, or any of us, you know, what are your values? What do you really care about? What are your priorities? And outside of doing well in your career and having a nice house, you know, and some holidays, what matters to you? What matters to you about the way that you're living your life? How good does it feel when every single day of life, your friend who is at home with her children, who's an amazing mom, is is picking up your child from school every day? Yeah. Check it. How good, you know, we're, we're not taught. We're never, you know, we go to school, we go through our college, university, we go through, what you know, our education system, and we're taught none of these things about how to truly thrive as humans on an emotional energetic or spiritual level everything is just like you're just a meat suit completely yeah and so I look back now you know with with compassion for her because I really like many of us women do we go to our our next strategy which is we just get really hard on ourselves and we blame ourselves and we criticize ourselves but what I chose to do is recognize number one I made a decision I chose to recognize that actually I have agency in my life. I really learned that through the journey I've been on in my career. I knew that when I just made a decision, I actually could do things beyond my perception. I could shock myself and surprise myself. So I didn't know all of the steps. I talk about this all the time. I was prepared to put, you know, one foot on the step without seeing the whole staircase. And I just decided life was going to change. I didn't know how, but it was going to change. And I started off with my morning routine, and I was getting up at like 5 a.m. because, you know, my whole thing was I have no time. And that felt so true for me because my whole days were just filled. But I was like, damn it, like if you want a better life, you you are only you are responsible for creating it. So if you want to learn more about yourself and start learning what your values are and who you really are at your core and all of these important things, what your vision is, then you better make space for it. So I would start getting up at five in the morning. I created this power hour where I would meditate I would journal and um, I would do five minutes of exercise which everyone used to laugh at but I'm really not an exercise person but I, I aligned with like move your body like you will feel better do something for yourself and so I had this whole thing of like what can't you make an excuse for because if I'm like well I'll do that for half an hour I'll make a, an excuse or a, a negotiation and I'm like I can't get out of five minutes so I thought and the mindset really behind that was what can I just do consistently so that I feel an integrity every day I wanted to feel my integrity and my power and my agency instead of abandonment which is what I did every day it's it's funny isn't it that we can live our lives and like you were saying like all of these people along the way guiding you through your career right but it's not your life it's not your decisions really it's just you're just going with the flow of it all and we 
can live our lives so out of integrity, but we don't even know it at the time. Yeah. It's only when we create consciousness, when we have that, that divine crisis that cracks us yeah. open and we are able to really learn that the key is dropping into ourselves yeah. getting to know ourselves because we don't know we're out of integrity unless we know what integrity is yeah. and we can only know what integrity is when we get to know us you know so true I love that and one of the other pieces with integrity that I realized was like if you had said to me then like are you a person of integrity you know I would have said I would have said yes but what I would have meant by that is like, for example, if someone in my job had said this needs to get done or like at work, like in a in a front facing way, are you know, would people say you're, you're a person of integrity? I would say yes. Mm. What I didn't understand about integrity was integrity starts with what you do for yourself and who you are for yourself. Yeah. And I, I was about I was not an in integrity. I was in complete abandonment all of the time, sacrificing myself to the point of just exhaustion and you know really low by the time I was really getting to that point like almost like a low level I don't want to use the word depression but like it because <clears throat> I don't think it was that but just a, a an unhappiness and unfulfilled like you know and un feeling unfulfilled and like almost like what is the point why are why are we here what is the point of this you know completely and that question when you think about that question now when you're living your life so aligned with such yeah. a high vibration and you know you're so in tune with who you are you've got so much congruence between your desires and your output it's funny to ask that question isn't it it's like because <laughs> you think well now I'm, I know why we're here and and yeah. it feels so comfortable and I or, or challenging at times but I like the challenges and and all that but we we pass through a moment where we're like this is awful this is horrendous I'm on a yeah. treadmill nothing changes the pain just gets more it's like a like a snowball of problems yeah. and you why am I here? Why is my life so awful? You know, it, it's so true. And Carolyn Miss, who I know that you oh, also yeah, love her. She's just, she has been one of the women, her and um, Brene Brown have been two female mentors in my life for a long time that just, yeah, that just, I, I feel like taught me the meaning of integrity and leadership and um, just being a really great woman. Yeah, you know, you no, know women, no BS with those. No BS girls. and just openness and, you know, saying it how it is. And, you know, I really love that. But one of the things and that I learned, you know, one of the things I learned from Carolyn Mace was that, you know, she talks about this idea of psychological and um, spiritual breakdown, if you will. And she said, what we need to understand is that so often people feel that they're having a psychological, like some sort of a psychological breakdown um but actually it's spiritual in nature and that was very much what all of that was for me it was yeah. this you know this absolute period of awakening and like I said asking all of those questions what's the point of things why am I doing this who am I and it just led to this huge like obviously where I am now it left led to this huge breakthrough where I, I got so far on my journey in terms of the development work I was doing for myself, off the back of that decision, you know, changing my morning routine, changing who I was, making decisions, 
cutting my hours at work, deciding to start a, you know, side business where I could just start showing up to begin with and teach women, like, actually, have you got a vision? Like, you know, like, what is your purpose? There is life beyond this meat suit kind of thing. And I loved it, like with every fiber of my being. And that launched me into the online space because really quickly, there were just so many women resonating with my message, you know, Um, which... And I just loved it. And I, the feeling that I had in my body then was, this is purpose. You've taken something that was difficult and something that maybe has been going on for generations and something that, you know, you didn't know to begin with how to get through it. And it, it caused you a lot of pain and challenge, but you cracked it and you transformed yourself. And now you get the magic of sharing it. Yeah. Amazing. Now you get the honor the honor, I use that word all the time, like it's an honor and a privilege every day to do this and to be a woman who can show up in the world and and share from that place. But also then now that I've got these tools, so when I think of Ivy now, I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's going to go into the world with like, you know, imagine if we had the knowledge that we have now and the understanding that we have now when we were small. Absolutely. Yeah. And the irony is that it, when we are small, we're so open and susceptible to it, and it would really have been very beneficial for us. <laughs> but we didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like you will create a whole, uh, you know, you. This is your phrase. You talk about it's like a whole level of existence that is yeah, so level. far removed from the journey. You know, the journey, the type of journeys that we went on. Yeah, there's so many people that we see in our lives who just repeat the patterns. You know, you were saying about changing the pattern, breaking away from the pattern. You took, you made that choice. You decided you stepped out of that life so that you could create this new life. And everybody has this invitation. Everybody has this opportunity. But some people are so stuck in that paradigm, so stuck in those old patterns that they don't see it. And all they see in the invitations is the pain. But the pain is the invitation, the pain, the breakdown, the loss is the invitation. All of these crises are our invitation to exist at our highest, our highest level, aren't they? It's it, 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 100%. And when your consciousness shifts to that level of awareness, And you start to really, you know, a couple of things. Number one, you start to see life as coming from you instead of happening to you. Yeah, that's that's an important one, definitely. It's an important one. And you develop agency. So instead of feeling like, what am I going to do? I feel hopeless, which is kind of where we go when we just think life is happening to us. We we feel hopeless or frustrated or angry, um, but really I think even when, when it's frustrated and angry there's always a sense of sadness and hopelessness that's that's really going on underneath versus when we understand that life is coming from us there is a whole new world that gets to open up in terms of our emotional experience which is really how we're creating our life that's a, you know another conversation for another day but um our emotions are such a, an integral part of our co-creation. So when that challenge comes, instead of just this explosion of anger or deep sadness um, or grief, now 
we're, we open up to it's not that we're not going to feel you know we can have our emotions we want to process our emotions and what it is that comes up but now there's a sense of potential there's a sense of well I could do something different and then maybe we move from fear into courage yeah what if I did something differently what if I changed how you know how how I behaved with that person or change the way I do things in my business or take that scary leap to make an, an investment and get some support and and then from fear we go into courage and now we feel a little bit better you know and then from courage your courage on the, the emotional scale um courage is the tipping point of for energy and frequency courage is where you start to everything beyond courage is where you are going to transform your life in forward momentum instead of backwards momentum yeah yeah and you're absolutely right when you talk about the invitation it will always be an invitation and then you will always be met with fear because likely it will be an invitation to something that you haven't experienced before and you will all be always be met with fear but at fear you have the choice do I stay here and stay in my story or do I step into courage courage is where your agency lives it's so incredible that courage is like at the 200 frequency or something like that, isn't it, in the, in the chart. But it's so incredible to me, like, that courage is just the start. It's just the beginning. <laughs> but I used to feel like, you know, before the healing work and before the personal transformation, I used to feel like courage was the pinnacle. Because when you are at your lowest low, courage is the pinnacle for you. Yeah. Because it's the point at which you get to transform your life. So it is like it's the thing that excels you forward. It's the thing that explodes you into your new existence. It's where the transformation begins. It is. And do you know one of the things I love about courage? Um, when we think of courage, it's associated with the lion, right? We, we talk about the lion heart, right? Lion heartedness. Um, and the thing about courage is that's what it does. It puts you into your heart. You're working from a different kind of energy. Like courage is not something that we do from the mind. It's something we do from our heart because it requires us to have trust. Of course, because the French, French word for heart is cur. So it's yes. part of the same word in, in Latin. So, yeah. yeah. So you begin to now, instead of operating, if we think of um, the chakra system, if we think of like the fear and the grief and the sadness and why am I here and, you know, life is happening to me and all the kind of, you know, lower chakras and the energy that we often are stuck in. Um, what what has happened at Courage is that we have, we have, come up our energetic system and we are now operating from a place of our heart and that really is where we open up the gates for unlimited potential unlimited possibilities higher level frequencies more magnetism and the thing with courage I love what you said as well because I like this is the whole journey of growth and expansion but um you know where you said like you know courage when you're when you are down there courage like if I could just take that step if I could just get myself you know to that place of you know doing the thing whatever it is I would feel great and it almost is the pinnacle but what happens once you get into your heart and you're you know say for example that old saying of leap and the net appears which I used to have sitting in front of me every day so you know doing a lot of leaping um once you enter that energy of courage all of a sudden you start to feel the possibility for love and passion and peace 
Yeah, yeah. Inner, you know, peace, inner peace. Inner peace. Self-love. All of these oh, things start coming together. Forgiveness. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, oh my God, there's a world beyond courage. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, you can't fathom those things while you, they don't even feel like, oh, you know, you can't fathom those things when you're stuck down there. So I love that you said that. I so agree with that. And I've never thought of it in that way, but you're absolutely right. Like, and if that helps, like, because sometimes when we're stuck in that real fear and people are talking about love and acceptance and it feels like, oh, it just feels so far away that it's not yeah. even, it doesn't even feel resonant. But if you can get yourself to the top of the mountain of courage, then you will arrive at that mountain and you will be just blessed and mind blown by the potentiality that you feel is possible from that height of courage completely it's really funny that you use that um synonym of the mountain because almost like you feel like it takes courage to get to the top you get there to the top and then when you're standing on that pinnacle looking down looking around I've got this visualization in my head at the moment and you feel anything is possible for me right now so my invitation to people who are listening to this is if you have been afraid to take the step towards courage if you haven't you know if you've been keeping yourself small if you haven't been able to get there take that step towards courage because the next step on from that is anything is possible for you and that feeling is unmatched in this world that feeling that anything is possible because even if you haven't quite achieved the success that you want or the partnership the relationship that you desire the level of abundance or happiness that is on your kind of radar of of manifestation if you get to that point if you go past the courage and you get to that point of anything is possible you open up and the expansiveness that you feel inside of you is so incredible that it propels you forward yeah and you start to receive you do and you do you start to well because you're receiving energy like you know it's from your heart you're receiving energy opens up from your heart and when we're young and we're going through all of this trauma and these experiences and we close ourselves off you know we close ourselves off from um who we are we mask over who we are um we close ourselves off from love or from getting too close to people or letting people see who we really are because you know because of all the trauma so when we enter back into the space back into our heart that is genuinely the place where you can open up to that receiving state of being and you know to my mind and I've got you know if you want me to share it I have a really amazing story which I, I would love to share with your your listeners as well um in exactly how this played out for me in my business journey yeah um so so what I want to do is just give a little bit of context so we'll kind of pick off from where I left off in terms of the story it's probably gonna this is like the story is taking the whole episode <laughs> like we'll just go with it it's such an amazing conversation we can come back again it's cool yeah we'll definitely come back again so um so everything took off I started this kind of side hustle and um I launched this business I launched this it was a life design business a life design um, academy for women or that's what it turned into but in the beginning, um, I had, you know, all these ceilings in my belief system about how much people would pay and, um, you know, this idea that I kind of, you know, wanted to make it so affordable and so accessible for everybody. Um, and so launched this 
kind of really low ticket, tiny offer. And I did it from a place of um, still being in the mask. You know, I felt vulnerable. I was coming onto the online space. I knew that my colleagues, I was still working at that time. And I knew that there would be like my colleagues and all of these people who were just judging. And I knew that that would be happening. And I really let that affect me as many of us do, like I know that your listeners will really resonate with this. So I really let that affect me. And that showed in my results because I wasn't this, I wasn't just showing up, telling my story, you know, running my business, how I would know. I was sort of trying to do it from this place of being the teacher, which is a zone of excellence for me. It's like, that was how, you know, but not my zone of genius. And I, I, it just, I think there there was definitely just a disconnect. So anyway, I did this first launch and it didn't go well. Like I did have a couple of clients that enrolled, um, but it, it, like, it definitely, it didn't go well. So I stood back from it and I thought to myself, um, you're hiding. Like, okay, this hasn't been the big result. You know, my family and people were asking like, oh, like, well, how is things going? And you've got that side of the pressure as well. Like, you know, I thought this was going to be this big, incredible launch. And like, well, how's it going? You know, and I was just like, oh my gosh. So you're kind of trying to hold the belief for yourself and you're trying to hold the belief for them. And it is a lot of pressure, you know? So I thought I didn't want, what I really knew is I don't want to stay here for too long. Like I know this is on me. So what needs to shift? And so I knew like there was a sense of like, I was, there was an internal shift that needed to be made. I was hiding. Why didn't I feel able to just go out there and be who I was? And so I made this investment in um, an experience. It was all mindset. So my first investment actually wasn't even in business. It was really about energy and mindset and me because thank goodness I could kiss my higher self now, but my higher self actually really understood that it wasn't just about the things I needed to do. I required that support to really unleash myself, right? And that's, yeah. that's what I desired. So I went off to this experience, which was just a couple of weeks after this, you know, quote unquote flop launch. And um I go to this experience and I'm doing all the work and, you know, digging into beliefs and all of these things. Um, And it was absolutely great. I was feeling transformed by the experience. I loved it. And then on the last day, um, there was, um, uh, his name was Master Stephen Coe. Um, So absolutely incredible. Um, So a spiritual mentor. And he came in to the experience and he did a meditation with us. And so we go into this journey, into this meditation, which, I mean, I just, I, even to this day, it's like, it was just so transformational. So we go into this journey and <clears throat> I see a picture of myself. I see this vision of myself and she's like glowing and just, she's my higher self, like no questions about it. Like, I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, like, who is this woman? Like, you know, she was like, she was my higher self. And there was like a ring of light in front of her. And she was there and she was getting ready to walk through this light. And then all of a sudden she turns around and there's another version of me. And this ver- in this version of me, I was about 13, 14, and I had some big dynamics going on in my family at that time. Um, and I see this version of me and she's like, she's just, I don't know how really to describe it, but all I could say was that she was heavy, she was sad. And she felt like she was holding me back and she felt ashamed. It was, do you know what it was? It was the feeling of, it was the energy of shame. Yeah. That was just emanating from this girl. And so I'm in the meditation in this experience and she starts to walk towards her, this higher self version. So she starts to walk towards her 
and she kind of scoops her into her arms, you know, like in an embrace. And she just whispers and she says, thank you. Like she just says, thank you. She said, I want you to know you got us here. You have gotten us here. I know, right? And now, <laughs> I know. And I'm now, I'm like, I can again. <laughs> Oh, but it's just the journey. So she, she, she says, you have gotten us here. And the most important piece, and she whispered and she said, and now we're going forward together. And so with the embrace, the younger girl, the 13, the 14 year old girl just becomes her. Like there's an integration, like there's a deep, profound integration that happens in my energy, I'm like feeling my body's on fire now, even as I'm like reshading it. And then she walks through the light and then like the meditation's over, we come back in the room and I'm like, what just happened? Like, I don't even feel like the same human. This was incredible. But there was something else that really came through in that moment for me, like a higher level of awareness. Like you have to demonstrate this. You have to do something that demonstrates this now. In other words, express it. Like, cause I think we can be really good at, you know, working with our energy and feeling these shifts, but then it's like, there's still that courage that we have to tap into yeah. to show up and share it. Definitely. And so one of the things I was so petrified of that I hadn't been doing was Say, for example, in my lives, I like needed everything to be very set up and like, you know, the thought that Ivy might walk in or something would distract me would be like the end of the world because it wouldn't be perfect. And what I wanted to do was just be at ease. If I had something to say, I wanted to say it. And so there I was in this experience with 12,000 other people and we come out for the break and I just flip my phone onto live stream and I go into this group of women and like I was building a Facebook community at the time. I go into this group of women, I just start talking to them and I start sharing this energy. And I realize, oh my God, nobody cares. There's nobody looking at me. Nobody cares. A plane flies over my head because we're in London. I'm like, of course, but I didn't let it bother me. And that was it. So I, you know, did that experience. I felt really great. I had broken a pattern. So it wasn't just internally, I expressed it and I started to physically break those patterns and those ceilings in my reality. And so I wanted to share because the output of that was amazing. So um, I start, I continue, like after the event, I'm showing up in my group like that. And I decide, look, what is it you really want to do, Daryl? What is it you're meant to do with these women? Well, it's not this type of an offer you've been putting out. I wanted to do this full transformational experience. I wanted to take them on a journey. I wanted to expand them in all these different areas of their life. That is, you know, the journey really that I had come on. And it had to be at this price point because that, you know, so I like 30 X my pricing and, you know, and most people be like, well, if you can't get people to pay at that price, how are you going to charge that? That's what our logical mind wants to do. Yeah. Your potential is like, no, people aren't buying because it's that price and you're yeah, freaking yeah. out of alignment. Yeah. And you're no not, value. They don't, they can't be valuing it at that price because they don't. It's too cheap. Mm-hmm. It's too cheap. It's too cheap. And also it's just not in alignment with what your true soul fire <laughs> client is looking for which yeah. is, you know, for me, it was really people who wanted to do the deep work. They didn't want a monthly thing. Like they wanted to come in and and just do it, really be it, do it, have it, you know? So um, I launched it and it was just absolutely incredible. I'll never forget the moment, you know, um, go, you know, taking the women through the experience. 
the, the marketing experience that I had done and then dropping my sales page at the end of it and just watching all of these women like, oh my God, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And I was watching it all unfold. Like, I, what is this life? What is this life? And that launch, um, we made seven and a half thousand from that that first launch, which just coming onto the online space, you know, it was amazing. Oh yeah, then we had, like with some upsells and things like that, we end we closed off that launch as a ten thousand pound launch and our first enrollment of all of those women and amazing. And honestly, everything just shifted from there. And I think the point that for your listeners and for anyone listening, like the key is like from that place of courage you have to move if, if it's the investment that's calling you or working with someone specific, working with someone like you, like working with someone who can truly help you make that change from the inside out, or maybe it's getting on the live stream, whatever it is, have the courage, take the steps, but you have to keep going in the process. So when you do the integration and you're doing the inner work, you have to take that outside. You yeah. have to take yeah. that. And, and really, truly show up from that new energy because keeping it all to yourself is, you're going to, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to change your results. No, just, you'll stagnate. And, and actually that big transformation, the whole point is, is that you get these opportunities, these invitations that crack you wide open, you know, these, these divine crises come along as an invitation for you to start living within your purpose. Living within your purpose isn't meditating in your bedroom, feeling fucking amazing, and then sitting there and not doing anything about it. You said this recently, and it really resonated with me and the other girls in in our, um, you know, program that we're working on with you, is that your, it's sharing your message that delivers you to your purpose and that is the key you have to be sharing and in every moment that you share you feel better you feel more confident it you grow as a person so it's just taking that first step to share once and then do it again and again and again and you feel so good and you start to deliver and transform the lives of people right 100% and what that takes me back to is the word that we kind of one of the words that we started off with which is integrity you are in integrity with yourself with it with your purpose you are in integrity with the laws of the universe which is about you know contribution and everyone wants to receive but like are you contributing because the other side of the stick of receiving is like how we're showing up and serving and there is a balance to that and it's not about volume you know some people want to believe it's about well how much can we give 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 and how much can we post 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 and what you know with the point that you've just um said there which is you know so important is it's not always just about the volume of it it's the depth of it it's the embodiment of it it's you know what I mean it's the potency of it the courage that you're doing it from the energy that you're doing it from can be so much more of a contribution even if it's just one live stream than 50 posts that are copied and pasted from someone else or not but you know what I mean there someone else's quote that you've reshared or something like that you know what yeah, I mean yeah yeah been there done that <laughs> yeah no me too like a hundred percent like me too like why is this not I'm, working why are I not hiring people with my quotes from other people <laughs> of course we want to share and like you know up, you know um expand what we resonate with and share it with our audience of course we want to do that too but it's like really understand and I think one of the really important things as well is that, you know, everyone wants to deepen their message and they want to unlock their message. And, you know, and and part of that conversation that I was having with you and, and our other, you know, incre- incredible community of women 
is that our message will unlock deeper and we will unlock deeper and deeper levels of our message the more we share it yeah because it just hooks in differently I love that and eventually you just become the person where people come into your experience into your you know your videos your whatever it is you know they come into your energy and they just feel alive yeah they feel like it just lands differently for them and that's because of you and the energy the energy energy you're putting into it it's right um Daryl how do you like when you're going to do a live stream and you want to really get into the vibe of the true you because what I truly believe is that actually when we're stepping into our purpose and we've when you have got your energy on and you've got that power that you come out with which I found so attractive myself you know how do you evoke that on a day-to-day if you're going to do a live stream is there a little is there a little routine that you do with yourself to kind of get yourself and the energy up because yesterday I did a a live myself and I thought to myself I really should have done a bit of dancing before that to get into my body a little bit and to get more with me because I started I had a thing I wanted to share but I was a little bit disconnected because I've been working on the wedding business and you know this and that life cooking lunch the gardener had been you know it was all a bit of a chaos day so I was a bit disconnected from me so I should have connected and dropped into my body a little bit is there something you do personally to connect so I love this question and that the answer to that question has evolved the answer to that question has evolved um so in the beginning when (laughs) this is a bit of a funny story but in the beginning um I when I, when I was in my life coaching business um, and I was doing my challenges and probably even yeah, into my business coaching as well, but um, when I was going on to do my challenges, I mean, I was mega, like I had this whole routine that I would be doing for my energy. Um, this is embarrassing to share, but I'm going to share it anyway, because, you know, I'm just here for these stories. I'm here for these kind of things. Like, what do people do? Um so I would definitely dance. So I would dance, um, you know, put on some really, so Jessie J, maybe a bit of Beyonce. Um, oh, I have the tiger. I don't know, like anything that really got me in a really pumped up mood. And I would do a bit of dancing. I would do some star jumps. And then I would do this, um, <laughs> yeah, star jumps, actual star jumps. It just, I don't know, like it just really worked. And then I would do this where I would, um, when I was doing my star jumps, I would start off doing the star jumps and then I would like, like hit my chest and say the word certain, certain. So, and I would say this over and over again. And honestly, like Ivy would be like, daddy, mommy's doing that like thing again, where she's like shouting the word downstairs. He'd be like, it's okay, darling. You know, like, it's okay. <laughs> Don't mind mommy. Anyway, so. Just a funny kind of trauma. <laughs> what is she doing? She's shouting the word certain. But I, I guess I was reinforcing to myself, like, you are certain, certain in who you are. You are certain in this message. You are certain that you can trust this process. And I was, you know, really reinforcing that. And the one other thing that I used to do, actually, before I kind of was working on my energy, what I used to do was I would command and direct my subconscious mind. Um, I would close all my curtains in my office and I would command my subconscious mind to support me in delivering in the energy of the highest food for all, to support me in the energy of bringing through exactly what is needed to support and move these women in the way they need it most, to support me to be sovereign in my energy, to support outcomes that transform and ripple effect. And I would really command that. I would do that as a practice. So that's what I did in the very beginning from a physical perspective. 
And like I said, that's kind of evolved. So I don't, I really don't do as much of, as that kind of things anymore. I definitely still dance and that's more of a daily thing, less about kind of just before I hop on live, but those kind of practices where I'm getting in my body, you know, one of the things that I love to do is um, cold water immersion. Yeah, you know, you're crazy. <laughs> I love it. I know. I love it, but crazy. <laughs> opens me up. It really connects me to my power and that feeling of transcendent and, and our transcendental power. Um, which is really important as well. But here's what I would say about um, what I really feel at this point makes the biggest difference when it comes to the live streams. Maybe there's a couple of things that I'll say here. So number one, the thing, when you talk about that magnetic and that powerful energy in the live streams, I don't, like for me, I feel that that happens once I'm in flow. Like that connection happens once I'm in flow. Yeah. And in order for me to be in that flow, I have to be an open channel. And so regardless of the topic, um, regardless of the topic, if I'm worried about this or if I'm like, oh, why is there only so many people? Oh, why did, why did the numbers go down when I said that? These are the type of things that used to happen for me, right? So I did do a lot of work around my consciousness, my beliefs, like around about these things, because this would be the type of thing that would throw me off my flow. And then I would come off and be like, I just didn't feel so in my power. No, because you're giving it away to a number on a screen. Yeah. When someone's just gone to have their lunch. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or the kids or, maybe, or something. Yeah. Or maybe they just didn't resonate with it, but you've made that mean, oh, well, nobody resonates with it. It's not true. Right. So, um, you know, that's a, one of the most important things is, you know, capacity, like, closing down all of the loops in terms of like all of the things that you're thinking about and you know where is your energy and making sure that all of that is fully called back and then doing the mindset work um, and the energy work the consciousness work to make sure you're not giving your power away to external things on those lives what if so-and-so sees the live oh I better filter what I say here in case this person watches it or what if so-and-so like, you know, judges me for talking about that. And what we don't realize is that so when, you know, we're feeling a little bit disconnected in our lives, so much of that is because of all of these unconscious, they're so unconscious, but we have all of these unconscious loops that are just open in the background. And we are literally spending our energy on them. And when we yeah. spend our energy, just like we spend money, then we don't have it to powerfully you know, you, you, you think of the energy that we're building and creating and translating on that live stream. Well, when we're giving it away to all of those unconscious things, the energy is just shrinking. Yeah. So even definitely. if your topic's really great, it just doesn't land in the same way. It just doesn't connect in the same way. Yeah. So you've got to I be think, really in the flow of it and really feel it in your body. And it has to come from within you, you know, like connected, connected connected but that is a process of number one it was a process of allowing that to happen because to me that isn't me like meat suit daryl that does that there is something much higher it's just not it's like there's <laughs> me it's just not me it's like there's something much higher at work that channels <laughs> through me that allows me to connect in that way and when i have physical things that are going on like oh my gosh, I need to pick up Ivy or like, oh, the dog's barking or something like that. So I, if I have physical things going on, that's going to interfere with it. The gardener's here or, you know, like you said, 
but also where we less like to look, which is all of the unconscious. And this is the real biggest problem, actually. It's all of the unconscious things um, that are going on under the surface that really are the things. And then we'll blame the physical things. Yeah. We'll see it because I was worried about this. But actually, I would say 80% of it is all of the unconscious biases and fears um, that we have going on under the surface. So once again, it goes back to that inner work and making sure that we look at the live stream or, you know, as an example of it, because everything is feedback. So that we look at the live stream and we think, right, what is there for me to learn here? That kind of felt uncomfortable or painful or, and like we said at the beginning, well, it's an invitation. So what's here for me, you know? Um, there's one other quick thing that I want to say on that as well, because I think when I think of my content really going to the next level, when I come off and I'm like, oh my God, holy smokes, like, that was amazing. Um, which is not all the time, by the way. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of practice, like obviously the more, just on a practical level, the more you do things, the better you get. But here's what I really feel makes the edge, like with it, you know, I love to teach from the edge of my own transformation and what I mean by that is like when I'm in the energy of courage and above right here and here's the thing we can be doing really well in our business and not be in the energy of courage and above yeah and um it shows there's just not the same level of magnetism so one of the most important things uh for me where I feel my content just goes to a whole new level is when I am really operating from that place of the edge, of my own edges. Yeah. Where I'm meeting, I feel like my um, coaching is at its best because I'm literally in the same place as my clients. Yeah. Like versus, well, things are okay for me. Like, so, and I'm coaching you to be in your courage, but actually I'm not really in my courage right now. And it's a disconnect, right? Absolutely. Like you, so being on the, you know in your own edges operating from a place of your own potential and I think if you want to get better at your marketing if you want to get better at your sales and if you want to get better results for your clients and be like a truly exponential coach you must be operating from your own potential and doing your work and at that place of courage or above and it's not that we're always going to live there because god our nervous system you know there's obviously going to be a journey to growth but just making sure that we are on that cycle and not allowing ourselves to just get comfortable get comfortable absolutely yeah 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 definitely I think there's a sense of that in everything that we do as soon as we start to get comfortable things start to you know slow down you've got to sure. be pushing to yes. a certain degree and pushing yourself and that's the key pushing yourself and growing into into it so definitely definitely that's really insightful and I think really useful tips definitely the whole yeah. you know I have the tiger dancing without <laughs> that <laughs> you know I do love a little bit of um this was so funny so we were on a call one day and I had been playing this Spanish song um because I'm like oh my god like this has just been getting me in the mood and Lucy's like do you know the words of this Spanish song do you know what it actually says I'm not going to say them and um, so she told me what the song actually said and I had been blasting it out to my clients <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> but it's it's like reggaeton and all reggaeton songs are a little bit rude so <laughs> you got like little kids of five-year-old five years old dancing along to these really rude songs <laughs> oh I know I know gosh but so, um, their innocence they don't see the meaning I'm sure so. no exactly but yeah good bit of music shift your energy and you know one of the things that I would say is 
like it can be easy for us you know on the journey to think I just like I don't feel like doing this today and we make up this story that we feel like oh, everybody else that, that's succeeding or they're doing certain things they, they must just wake up feeling like doing it every day and I think one of the things um that I really resonated which I which was shared with me early in my journey that I really resonated with was is this good for me now and is this good for me later yeah so I'm, you know, meant to go on and do my live stream today. I don't really feel like doing it. Is that good for me now? Well, maybe because I'll, you know, I'll just be able to like go for a bath instead. Is that good for me later? No, I'm probably going to feel like crap because it's actually really important to me that I do this today. Yeah, absolutely. And it can also be the other way around where we're, you know, we've overworked and, you know, actually, is this good for me now in terms of taking rest? Yes. Is that going to be good for me later? Yes. Yeah, completely. So it's about the discernment. It's not to say that action is always, you know, the right thing, but it's about you developing the discernment between constantly operating out of comfort and not thinking about the future and where you truly want to be and and, and operating from a place of self-leadership, which is what this whole journey is, right? You cannot expand with all the inner work, with everything that we do. We cannot truly expand beyond our level of self-leadership. So that question was something that was really helpful for me in the beginning of my journey. And I still don't always get it right. Like we're all, we are human. Oh, human. <laughs> yeah, we're human. But that question of like, is this good for me now? And is this good for me later? And then I just get to like, get your feet on the floor or just, you know, whatever it is. I like that. I like that. That's really good because there are days when you don't feel like doing it. And actually it is because you need to rest. And I was really proud of one of my one-to-one clients who's quite a new, new one signed up to becoming magnetic. We've been together for three weeks now. And um, on Monday, she had had the weekend off, but she'd had some difficult situations with her work because she's been managing the growth of her business. And she's been wanting to close one part of it and, you know, working with me to make these decisions. And on Monday, I was so proud of her when she said to herself, I'm not going to work today because I do not feel well enough or good, you know, strong enough. I'm going to rest. And she hadn't honored her own needs like that for many years. And I think as women, we so often keep pushing ourselves to the limit that in the end it becomes destructive and we don't allow ourselves to rest because what we see on social media is everybody else, like you said, getting up and at it every single day of the week. It's not the reality. Nobody gets up and at it every day of the week. Like from a female perspective, our hormones alone are dictated by the four cycles of our menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. And it's important that we honor the energy that is allowed to us throughout those different parts of our menstrual cycle and we don't always feel like getting up and at it at all and if we don't we need to honor that like you said honor honor is such an important word honoring how your body actually feels but also the discernment to be able to recognize if it's self-sabotage or not it's that it's really that because you know everything that you've said I'm like not in a way here like it's absolutely 100% these things are just so important and even you know when you talk about the menstrual cycle you know when I, I, rem- I remember vividly like in my corporate job I would think oh my gosh like this time of the month again I would see it as like oh like getting in the way and it's just so awful when I think of my mindset 
And now, and like, you know, when I go into that period, I'm like, ooh, like sometimes I create my deepest, most creative, potent, I might not feel like showing up so much, but I'm like, you know, really going to get juicy with my creations. And I'm like, I'm so thankful, you know, for my body. I'm so thankful for all the parts of it. Um, so it's even taken a step further to acknowledge that each part is filled with its own gifts and uniqueness Absolutely. and yeah. ways to support us. But that piece that you said at the end, like that's the caveat that it has to come with as well, where, you know, we, and that's self-responsibility, like in a nutshell, yeah. of like, you know, is this just a default down into remaining comfortable because it's, you know, scary to, to take that, that leap and move into courage? Um, or is it truly like, this is what is best for me now and best for me later. And this is an alignment with the person that I am becoming and the woman yeah. that I am honoring honoring yeah. <laughs> I love that Daryl thank you so much today for your incredible trans uh, transformation contribution <laughs> and your transformation like sharing that transformation journey with us has just been amazing and the contribution to this podcast I love it and I'm so excited to share your story with all of the women um, and let's come back again together and talk about another subject another day so I feel like there could be like four installments or something we'll definitely 100% come back and do another episode thank you so so much it's a pleasure it's been so nice to have you here my lovely Thank you for joining us today on the Empowered Women Rise podcast. We'll be back again next week with another inspiring story. Thanks to Daryl. And you can find Daryl on Instagram at I am Daryl Sutherland. If you were inspired by Daryl's story, you love her energy, you want to work with the quantum expansion queen, then you can get in touch with her there. I guarantee she's absolutely incredible and I'm very happy working with her. And finally, if this conversation today has inspired you to step into courage, to change your life, change your existence, to really start to create the dream life that you have been talking about for years and years, then do get in touch with me. You can book an expansion call by the link in my Instagram profile. You can read more about my healing methods and the services that I offer at my website, lucybennettcoaching.com. Just to give you a little bit of insight, um, my Becoming Magnetic program and my Legacy Mastermind are based on the Healing for Higher Wealth method, which is a revolutionary multidimensional healing methodology that I've designed to powerfully dismantle generational patterns, transcend trauma that you've experienced in this lifetime and multiple lifetimes, integrating your consciousness for your higher self and aligning to a new vibration with the frequency of your ultimate legacy. So we'll be healing across all all dimensions, integrating your higher self and activating your higher realm of spirit teams, your inner wisdom, your guidance for deeper clarity in a way that feeds into simplicity, wealth and creates impact for you and your client's life.